Every podcast has a song, so everybody come along. My fantasy team can't be beat. You will suffer your defeat. My point total is really large. I'm your LM man in charge. This is the intro I will use to bring you all the news. Hello, friends, family, and opponents. Welcome back to the BFFFFLFTFF podcast. Alright, so I just wanted to make a quick podcast and kind of explain the future of fantasy football. Obviously, we have the draft coming up. Um, After the draft, I will be making the individual team breakdowns of how I think their drafts went like I did last year. Um, so my goal with this podcast is, so last year when I did the podcast, I got, I was trying to make it like too perfect, if that makes sense, where I would, I would record like three minutes at a time and then play it back and then not like how I sounded and then re-record it and then like edit it all together. And by the time it was like week five or something, I was kind of overdoing that over and over. So my plan this year is to do it in as few takes as possible, where hopefully I just have one one take, kind of like a podcast, you know, like an actual podcast, where the people are just sitting there for the whole time period and they just talk. That's my plan. Now, whether or not that works or not, we shall see. But this podcast we're going to be talking about pre-draft vibes and i'm gonna go through everybody's keepers that they decided to keep now you reminder your keepers are not locked in until friday at one o'clock or 1 30 because that's when the draft starts you get 24 hours beforehand so you have until 1 30 friday if you want to change your mind so these are the uh, players that people have decided to keep now, don't worry. You don't have to like write these down or hurry to your draft sheet and like cross them off. We'll go through. I'll go through them before the draft too. I just wanted to let everybody know who everybody kept. That way, if there's anybody like me that cares about stuff like this, now if you're if you don't listen to the podcast, that's okay. I'm not gonna hurt my feelings any. But if you do listen to the podcast and you do enjoy it, then I feel like it makes it me doing it worth it if a couple at least a couple of you listen my goal is at least three of you to be listening i mean that would make it 50 percent of the league because i count as one even though i guess technically i'm not listening i'm just talking oh well so we'll start with hannah because since hannah has the number one overall pick coming into the draft hannah decided to keep chris godwin wide receiver for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the sixth round. So her sixth round pick is automatically Chris Godwin. Uh, I like this keeper a lot because Chris Godwin now has Tom Brady throwing it to him instead of famous Jameis who likes to throw to the other team. So, and Chris Godwin exploded last year. I expect his production to be equally good, if not better this year. I mean, he might have like a slight decrease in terms of like touchdowns, but um, with Tom Brady there, it should make the offense even better. She also decided to keep DJ Moore, wide receiver, Carolina Panthers, and that was a seventh-round value. Uh, Chris Godwin and DJ Moore were probably Hannah's two 
best non-quarterback players all last year. So, and she got him in the sixth and seventh round. Um, so, obviously, she's going to have a nice wide receiver core to start the year. And I like her picks a lot. Well, maybe not a lot, but I do like them. Uh, next, we'll move on to Corey, who will be drafting second in this year's fantasy football draft. He decided to keep Matt Ryan, eighth-round pick, quarterback, Atlanta Falcons. Um, I mean, it's not bad. You get a quarterback in the eighth round. Not terrible. Matt Ryan, I believe, will have a better year than he did last year. And last year, he was equally fine. Uh, but my issue is I keep, I say every year that Matt Ryan's going to have a better year. Ever since about his MVP year, if you can believe that or not, he actually won MVP once. Uh, but when you have the, think of the weapons they have in Atlanta with Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley. Uh, I don't know who they're running back. Oh, Todd Gurley is in their backfield now, too. He's a really good pass catcher. So I think Matt Ryan's on the rise. He also says I keep Mark Ingram running back, Baltimore Ravens. Oh, Matt Ryan's an eighth-round pick. I don't remember if I said that or not. But eighth-round Matt Ryan, quarterback. Next one's Mark Ingram, and he's an 11th-round pick. That's a really, really good value right there. Mark Ingram, Baltimore Ravens. Baltimore Ravens have, I won't say they have the best overall offense, but I think they have the best overall rushing offense in the NFL. And having Lamar Jackson obviously helps because, I mean, if you have Lamar Jackson running and Mark Ingram running, you don't know exactly who's going to get the ball. So as a defense, someone has to always take Lamar Jackson just in case he does have it. And Mark Ingram flourished in the offense last year to get basically, I want to say probably about RB2 level with Mark Ingram. I think he's um, top 16, top 20 fantasy running back. I won't tell you where I have him listed as because, uh, duh, but in the 11th round, get Mark Ingram. That is good value right there. And I actually drafted Mark Ingram last year. Kind of mad I made that trade now, but it was before the season started, so you can't can't worry about it too badly, if you know what I mean. Also, if my fan is super loud, I'm sorry, but it's like 90 degrees outside. So, sorry. I mean, if it sounds bad, I'll probably you probably won't hear any of this anyway. But anyway, we'll move on to Colin, who has the third overall pick in the first round. I am deciding to keep Derrick Henry. He was a seventh round value. And I will tell you what he I have him ranked as since I'm keeping him. Nobody gets him. I have him as the sixth overall player and sixth overall running back on my list. So I'm getting a first round talent with the seventh round draft pick. I remember last year actually drafting Derrick Henry and thinking to myself, like, uh, I really don't want Derrick Henry, but he was about the only running back left in that in the tier. So quick, I'll quickly go through. So when I make my rankings, I like to group them into tiers. So like you have your elite tier and tier by tier where if I hope that makes sense. But Derek Henry was the very last player left in one of my tiers. So I took him and obviously ended up working out nicely to get him in the seventh round this year to keep is awesome. He's running back Tennessee Titans. My next keeper, I am going with Alexander Madison, Minnesota Vikings running back. He is a 14th round pick. Now, a lot of you are probably like probably thinking right now, like why would you be keeping Alexander Madison right now? Well, one, it's because I didn't really like the value that I had 
for the rest of my players. So like I had Patrick Mahomes in the fourth round. Like sure, that's not bad value, but that's I mean, eh, wasn't a huge margin. Like Julio Jones in the second, not a huge margin. Tyree Kill in the third, not a huge margin either. I just didn't have big values in terms of like draft pick rounds, so to speak. So I'm going with Alexander Madison, 14th round. He's a backup to Dalvin Cook. Now, us, most of us being Vikings fans, we know Dalvin Cook kind of has injury issues from time to time. So if Dalvin Cook does get injured, then Alexander Madison is the guy. And I think Alexander Madison is very talented running back. And also, Dalvin Cook is currently holding out of his contract right now. Uh, so we'll see if he plays or not. I think he ends up playing. But uh, 14th round pick, backup running back, nothing crazy. Well, we can move to Damian, who has the fourth overall pick. He's choosing to keep Adam Thielen, wide receiver, Minnesota Vikings, the third round pick. Uh, it's Adam Thielen. Um, I think the biggest thing as to why Damian is probably keeping Adam Thielen, besides the Minnesota Vikings, you know, being a fan of the Vikings, obviously you like Vikings players more. But throw that aside. I think the thing that what drew Damian to keeping wanting to keep Thielen so much is he is expecting his targets, receiving yards, receptions, touchdowns to go up with the departure of Stefan Diggs from the Minnesota Vikings. Um, I don't, I can't say I agree or disagree, just because I haven't seen it yet. We obviously drafted a rookie, Justin Jefferson. We have two very talented tight ends, Kyle Rudolph, Herb Smith Jr. So, and we have the probably the second best rushing offense in the NFL. I think we were number two last year. Don't quote me on that. I'm not always spewing facts. Sometimes it's just generalized. But I can't say if I agree or disagree with him getting more yards, touchdowns, receptions, um, just because I haven't seen it yet. But obviously he will get more yards if he plays all 16 games, because he did miss about, I want to say, probably five or six games last year. Moving on to his second keeper, eighth-round pick, Dak Prescott, quarterback, Dallas Cowboys. It's kind of funny, because last year going into the draft and throughout the first, like, five weeks or so, I was a huge Dak hater. I did not like Dak. I don't think he's that great of a quarterback. I still don't think he's that great of a quarterback, but I do think this year he is a good fantasy quarterback. Now, yes, there is a difference. You can be a good NFL quarterback and be a bad fantasy quarterback, and you can also be a really good fantasy quarterback and be a bad actual quarterback. Perfect example, Josh Allen. Now, if you watch Josh Allen play, and he's not the most accurate quarterback. Uh, he doesn't throw the long ball very well. He's pretty inaccurate, throws his fair share of interceptions, but the thing that makes him so fantasy relevant is the fact that he is a running quarterback. And if you can get rushing yards, points, and rushing touchdown points at the quarterback position, along with the passing touchdowns and as well as the passing yards, it's a double threat that no other position truly can get. Besides, I mean, technically, with like running backs, you can get receiving stats, but those points count the same. You can get one point for every 10 yards, six points for a touchdown. Whereas quarterbacks, they get four points for a throwing touchdown, six points for a rushing touchdown. 
just the value ends up working out. If you run, you're usually better unless your name is Patrick Mahomes and you throw for 400 yards a game. So I like Dak Prescott as a fantasy quarterback, not so much as an actual quarterback. Moving on to the kids. Kids, third-round pick, they're saying keep Aaron Jones, running back Green Bay Packers. I remember this pick in the draft last year because I had Aaron Jones was on my sleeper list, and he was a guy I wanted to draft later in the draft. Obviously, the kids took him a little earlier in the third round, but they finally, the Packers finally freed up Aaron Jones to do his thing, and it paid off for fantasy owners everywhere. I like third round, um, third round keeper value there. I have Aaron Jones as a borderline first round pick, to be honest. So I like that pick. Next one, they're going with AJ Brown. AJ Brown is a wide receiver for the Tennessee Titans. A quick story about AJ Brown, actually. Um, so Tennessee, they always had uh, quarterback issues, right? Uh, they started with uh, what's his face, quarterback Orton, uh, Marcus Mariota as the quarterback last year, and he didn't pan out to what people thought he was going to. Uh, he was a lot worse than what I thought he was going to be, honestly. Um, and then they switched to Ryan Tannehill, and Ryan Tannehill like went off, and AJ Brown all of a sudden became a very premier level wide receiver for fantasy and for like real football. And there's this another receiver in Tennessee. His name's Corey Davis. And when I'm listening to like fantasy football uh, podcasts or the TV show or whatever, they're always talked about if Corey Davis had a good quarterback, then he would be a a premier fantasy talent. And it's funny, it was kind of true, but the premier fantasy talent ended up being AJ Brown instead of him. But that's kind of a little side story. And AJ Brown's a ninth round pick as well. I don't know if I mentioned that. I'm terrible at mentioning and remembering what I talked about. I'm sorry. We're still we're still new. I'm sorry. Moving on to Courtney. She has the sixth overall pick in the first round. She's deciding to keep Josh Jacobs, fifth-round pick. He is a running back four. Uh, is Las Vegas Raiders. Las Vegas. I knew it was a team that moved, and I couldn't remember which team moved to Las Vegas. Las Vegas Raiders, Josh Jacobs, running back. Uh, fifth-round pick, good value. I think Josh Jacobs is a top-tier fantasy running back. He, I think, is... Borderline tier one, tier two in terms of my rankings. And I could see an argument for either way. Uh, I would say actually tier two, tier three. Because I think there's a clear tier one with... Uh, I'm not going to tell you. But I like Josh Jacobs. Fifth round pick, you get his white running back number one. I like it. Her other keeper, Alan Robinson. Wide receiver, Chicago Bears. Eighth round pick. Uh, I had Alan Robinson on my sleeper list going into this. Now, obviously, he's not. Um... It's just wild because I was, I don't know why, but for some reason I was looking at Allen Robinson's stats because he played for the Bears and on a lot of the rankings he was pretty high up there. And I was thinking, how in the heck does a receiver that has Mitchell Trubisky throwing him the ball have this type of value? And, man, it doesn't matter who is throwing Allen Robinson the ball. He's just good. Uh, he was with Jacksonville for a while where they haven't had a quarterback in years and he produced equally as good as he did with Mitchell Trubisky and Chase Daniel. So I like Robinson joining this year. Eighth-round pick, very good value. 
moved on to Deb. Deb, he's keeping his fourth round pick of Amari Cooper, wide receiver, Dallas Cowboys. Um, it's a good, good value. Um, if he can stay healthy, if he produces even close to what he did last year, which it'll be interesting because they have uh, a lot of guys in the Dallas Cowboy wide receiving core. They drafted C.D. Lamb in the first round. They still have Michael Gallup. They have that one tight end whose name I can never remember. And obviously Mark Amari Cooper. And they still have Ezekiel Elliott in the backfield. It's a loaded Dallas Cowboy offense. Hopefully he gets enough touches, which when you're the number one receiver, that shouldn't really be an issue, to be honest. And now Dad is also keeping 13th round pick in Kyler Murray. Good, good keep. That's a good one. That's that's a really good one. We'll discuss we'll we'll discuss it later. Going on to mom, she's keeping her first round pick since she's picking eighth overall in the first round. And she decided to keep Christian McCaffrey, running back Carolina Panthers. Now, usually I would advise not to keep your first round pick just because it's the first round and only you know, like if it was me, I have the third round pick. Only two people are picking in front of me. So why would I waste my third overall pick when those two ahead of me? I only have two people ahead of me, right? Not much value that can be gained. But with mom, Christian McCaffrey was by far the fantasy stud last year. By far the best running back in football. And she's getting him in the first round with the eighth overall pick. But I guarantee you, he would not get past Hannah at first overall if she didn't keep him. I guarantee Hannah, well, hopefully Hannah would take him. Um, Corey, who knows what Corey's going to do. But if he was still somehow there at pick three, obviously I would for sure take him. But I don't even think he'd get that far. I think Hannah would snatch him up right away. Her other pick, ninth round pick, Lamar Jackson, quarterback, Baltimore Ravens. Now, if you remember, hopefully you remember, it was like two minutes ago, me saying how quarterbacks get insane value if they can run and throw. Well, Lamar Jackson is a running back that plays quarterback. He gets the throwing stats. He's really good actually on the long ball, and he's the fastest quarterback in the league by a long shot. So if for some reason, somehow, none of you have heard the story yet, I'll give you the quick story about Lamar Jackson. So last year, going into the draft, Mom said I wanted to help Mom out with the draft because I knew she'd get overwhelmed if I just handed her a sheet with a bunch of players on it. So that's why I offered my classes. That way, if for the people that might get overwhelmed, that way you have some sort of resource to help you. Um, so we sat down. I was going through the sheet, telling her kind of how to draft a little bit. And I was like, okay, Mom, if there's one thing I can tell you to not do, or if there's one thing that you please don't do, don't draft Lamar Jackson. Don't draft Kyler Murray. Those are my quarterbacks. Just don't take those two, and we'll be all right. Well, if we remember last year, the draft order was um, Damian, Corey, me, Dad, Mom. Okay? So that was the first five picks. And it's a snake draft, so when it comes back, it'll be Mom, Dad, me, Corey, then Damian. So Mom gets the pick in the ninth round, and this is the round where I'm like, I have circled because I'm taking Lamar Jackson round nine. I have it ready to go. I'm so excited. I'm going to get Lamar Jackson or Kyler Murray. I'm so excited that I get him in the ninth round. Like, yes. 
<sighs> Wait a minute. Time out. Is Kyler Murray really a 13th rounder? Freeze. Okay, sorry. Sorry. I had to look it up. Um, Lamar Jackson was actually taken in the 10th round. I remember mom took him. And I was all sorts of frazzled. And I didn't have um, Kyler Murray ranked as high as I did um, as Lamar Jackson. I had Kyler Murray where I wanted him in about the, uh, the 14th round area. So I was just, I just bypassed him for some reason. And then dad ended up taking him right before me, the round that I was going to take him. Which was unfortunate, but it happens. And now both of them are being kept this year, so I don't get my chance at either one. Which sucks, but what you gonna do with all that junk, all that junk inside your trunk? So, now that we know who everybody's keeping at the moment, again, you have time to change your mind. Um, so, the draft is Saturday at 1.30. We're going to meet up at about 1 for to go over what our draft board will look like, what um, just the plan, just have a little meeting to get, make sure everybody has everybody crossed off that they need to, to make sure everybody knows exactly what we're drafting. Uh, one QB, three running backs, three wide receivers, one tight end, a defensive kicker, and eight bench spots because you have to keep the round numbers even that way Hannah she has the first pick in the first round she'll have the last pick in the last round that's just how it works um is there anything else I need to talk about real quick uh, I have the the new schedule posted I worked on that so obviously you'll play everybody in your division twice we're keeping the divisions the same as it was last year Play everybody in your division twice, so that's three teams you play twice. And then from the other side, you'll play everybody. You'll play everybody twice, except for one team. And what I did was, since Mom was the champ last year, and Hannah got last in the other side, Hannah and Mom only play each other once. Dad and Corey only play each other once. Uh, myself and the kids only play each other once, and Damian and Courtney only play each other once. And uh, we had to keep a couple's week alive. So week 10 is spouse's week, mom versus dad, Damian versus Hannah, Courtney versus Corey, and me and the kids. Um, just that way we have a little fun, week 10. Uh, let's see, is there anything else I need to mention real quick? I don't think so. Hopefully I gave out all the draft sheets, so hopefully you haven't lost it yet. I don't really want to print out another one, but I can. Um, I think that wraps it up. Uh, if you enjoyed, good. If you didn't, let me know why. Okay? Alright. Hannah, take us out of here. I just need the whole title. <laughs>